What did we do last time? That is a good question. What did you do last time? We teamed up with Valis and Kyra to essentially beat back Sidon's storm and save the city. With the power of rock and roll. We had a conversation with Alice afterwards about what we were going to do next. Didn't we come to the conclusion we were going to go try and slay the Hydra for her? And I think that about covers it. Lend us your ears and rejoice now, for we are the chosen of Verseen. After Cassus has uh, prepped himself, he uh, toweled himself off from the rain and is looking fabulous. So he is waiting here along with many of his advisors, minus the queen. As with the whole time we've been in Mitros, Eta will just kind of stick to the back of the group and not talk much. All right, well, King Acast is here. He is sitting regally, holding his wand of thaumaturgy ready to greet you all. As you approach him, he stands, steps forward, and calls out, Great heroes, I thank you for your excellent service to the city and for the assistance of the lovely goddesses, Kyra and Valis. I will now grant you one task, one fourth labor. For your great deeds. He calls out that I have been blessed by a vision of your destiny. The Ultros, great ship of my forefather. It is located in the Dead Falls, far to the north and east of the Old Woods. You must journey there, as decreed by me and retrieve the legendary ship. Only then will you be true heroes of the city. And then there's applause from all the crowds. They're like whooping, hollering. Some of them praising you, a lot of them praising the king. My liege, are we to expect the same amount of help in this labor as we got during the storm fight? This is your great destiny. Mine is to be the king. I am needed here. Nehmet moves back. Doesn't say anything. Uh, can I try and get a, get a vibe on this guy? Like, the only thing is, when we had the vision of what was presumably the Ultros, it was in the middle of the sea being sailed by a bunch of dead or almost dead sailors. So I'm kind of, I'm just trying to see if, like, he's just trying to throw us on, like, a wild goose chase or something. Make an insight check. 15. He is being entirely truthful. This is where the Ultros is. 
is where he believes the Ultros to be. Well, yeah, sure. He he is being truthful in that he believes this is where the Ultros is at the Deadfalls. He, however, is hiding a little bit of truth. At least he's like very grandiose and kind of like a politician's type of truth. Like he's he's maybe swerving around something. But the the grain of truth in his statement is the Ultros is at Deadfalls. All right. He then pulls out a scroll from under his lovely full breastplate armor that he has on and then hands it to Gaius, who will step up, take it, step down, hand it to this guard right next to him, who will then step forward <laughs> and hand it to you, Nehmet. Don't worry, Gaius. We wouldn't bite you. Too hard. Nehmet snatches it with a little bit of attitude. Well, court is dismissed. I wish you luck on your journey, great heroes. And then like some claps, and the people start to kind of file out. Chandras and Zamrocks start heading to their thing. Gaius swishes his cloak and leaves in like a huff. I guess Nehmet turns around to the group and says, All right, is there uh, anything anybody thinks we should get to doing before we go? Because uh, the less time we spend in here, the better. Well, we're not considering... We want to go and fight this Hydra today, are we? Is everyone feeling up to it? No. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, DM, but I think it's still, like, mid-afternoon, isn't it? Oh, it's, like, late morning. Okay. Because so, you guys went up, like, crack of dawn. I guess, I mean, crack of dawn as much as you can tell in a storm, but now there is no storm, so... Well, there's no need to deliberate here in the in the course. We can retire to our rooms and figure things out further later. Well, if anyone needs to do anything in the city, I think that the rest of today would be the day to do it. I think the sooner we get on with our next tasks, the better. Well, I for one have some business that I'd like to take care of here before we leave. I was constantly rejuvenated during that fight, and I also lost none of my vitality or took any damage. So if anybody needs someone to be a proxy for their interests, I'm happy to do that while everybody is napping. Well, you did take a point of exhaustion, Nehmet, so... Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind, I take back what I said. I'm also going to nap. (laughs) Ilva, how long do you think your thing is going to take? We could just spend the remainder of this day here in my shows and head out in the morning. Yeah, it's it's not going to take long. I just, I don't know, I feel like we just woke up, you know? Just not particularly tired or anything, so I think I'm just going to, like, walk around and, and I'm going to see if I can find someone. Is it somebody who you would like to find, or you're hoping not to? <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I'm not sure. Well, what's the we reconvene in the morning, say, out front of Vallis's temple, wherever Vallis is. She has, like, a meeting room. It's like a waiting room. Yeah, but let's say we spend the rest of the day in the city dealing with whatever needs to get done, and in the morning we'll meet at Vallis's chamber and 
head out from there, either to the Hydra or to the Dead Falls. I would much rather deal with the Hydra before the Dead Falls. We can discuss that tomorrow, perhaps. All right, and then I guess we can all head our separate ways for the day. Yeah. Nothing better than splitting the party. Nehmer at that point would probably be like, all right, if anybody needs me, you know where my rooms are located, and breaks off. Because he's going to go take a nap. All right. So, Ilva, you're first. All right. I am going to spend some time just sort of searching around town to see if I can find where Haskell is located. And if I can, I would prefer to do so kind of discreetly. All right. Make an investigation check. All right. Is this something that I would be able to guide myself on? Sure. All right. Then I will do so. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's a six. Six. All right. Well, this will take, like, most of the day. So (laughs) be prepared. You ask around a lot. A lot of, like, have you seen someone like me? You know, mask and everything. And... Yeah, it's it takes a while. But around 5 p.m., you end up at a tavern. It is called the Satyr's Tale. There's a place called Stygian Row, which is like basically this whole kind of like streak of houses and bars and shops along the river below the like temple district and like the noble district this is like the kind of slum-ish area of mitros but it, i mean it's still pretty nice you know each side that sort of thing it's just there's like the smell of fish which probably isn't too like disconcerting for you yeah so the satyr's tale is that tale is in like story or tale is in like the body part you presume tale is in the body part because the like kind of carving that is on the door is a satyr's butt with yeah. a tail coming off of it. A little little fawn tail. So a lot of the people in this tavern are sailor types. Those dressed in like light clothes, very tan weathered skin, and a lot of drinking to Luthelia, praising her and Sidon and the five for seeing them through this storm. And it is here that you finally, finally run into Haskell himself. He is with two other people, one human and one other elf. What does the elf look like? She has kind of olivish skin with small horns kind of coming out, almost like a doe. Like, they're not very large horns. They're not as impressive as, like, yours or Haskell. Gotcha. I think at this point, I would like to try to not be noticed by Haskell. Okay. Make a stealth check. Alright. So that's going to be five. Yeah, you're not super discreet. You have your mask on still. So... Yeah. He immediately takes notice of you. You kind of, like, see him, like, raise an eyebrow at you. He was, like, in the middle of conversation and, like, kind of stopped off. But he does not, like rise to engage you or anything like that. And he goes back to chatting with his two other compatriots. 
and noticing them more, you see they all are kind of dressed in like light leathers and have weapon as well. So they're all probably used to using them. Gotcha. What sort of weapons do they have? The elven woman, she has a dagger. I guess it's kind of more like a gladius. It's like a long knife. And then the human male, he has a spear kind of resting to the side of the table. All right. And it looks like they're in the middle of a conversation right now? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll just sort of find a table and just sit down. Okay. Pretty early on, like within a minute of you sitting down, you are approached by a man with a drink in his hand. He kind of says, ah, this is from the man over there, and he gestures to Huskell. Says he uh, ah. wants to talk. Well, uh, much, uh, much appreciated. Thank you for that. I'm going to take the drink. I'm going to leave it at the table, and then I'm going to go walk over to Haskell. All right. He kind of gestures for you to sit at his table. I sit down. So, saw you at the palace back there. Didn't expect to see you there. Ah, well, the king said the chosen of Versi would be personally meeting him. And seeing as you are one of them, I had great interest in seeing how you would handle yourself. So I see, uh... Words definitely starting to get around about that. Mm, yeah. I think almost everyone here would recognize the names of you five. I'm sure not all of them would find our names sit particularly well on their tongue. They sense that there's a lot of worship of the Titans around here. And they don't seem to be particularly fond of us. <laughs> yeah, he kind of like laughs at that. Yeah. The seas and storms themselves seem to rise up against you. <laughs> so you've been here a bit longer than me. Have you taken to worshipping any of these entities? <clears throat> he kind of like looks at you kind of like, really? <laughs> we have our own culture. Of course. I still follow our beliefs. Just wanted to make sure. Seems like you might have gotten a little bit uh, lost along the way. Well, I've had to adapt. Of course, of course. When you're in the wolf's den, you better learn how to howl. And he can, he's like, yes, that is, that is correct. <laughs> so, what have you been doing all this time here? Well, I washed ashore just off of the city's harbor. And I had to make my way, learning a foreign language. Rising from nothing to any kind of like gestures at his two compatriots, being a leader in my own right here. Well, yeah, I suppose, uh, suppose you have good for you and all that, but uh, I suppose that doesn't quite really answer my question though. What have you been doing for the past what two, three years now? He kind of like looks at his two compatriots. And then you see the elven woman kind of like nod at him and he kind of like leans forward. There is a terrible corruption in this city that l runs through the heart of it. A great injustice. 
A great injustice. What's that? Do you know of what an oath of service is? No, I'm unfamiliar with that one. Yeah, it's... The laws of this land are strange and powerful. It is when you bind yourself to another's will. It generally, most of the time, is voluntary and a great honor. But there are those that abuse its power, enslave others, and he spits out the word with such venom and hatred. I have found a reliable ally who fights against this corruption. Interesting. And we've been working to free those enslaved under this oath. I'm surprised that you care. I mean, of course, it is any great leader's duty to their people to snuff out such horrors, but surprised you haven't been interested in other things recently. He kind of like side eyes you. I know we were never friends before, but we grew up in the same place. This type of slavery is abhorrent. Can I make another vibe check, real quick? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you? Are you just trying to get like his? I is I like, want to lying see, about his feelings. Yeah, I want to see if he's being genuine. To Ilva, at least this both kind of makes sense, but it also seems slightly out of character. So I just want to I, I want to see. What's going on with him? Sure. Yeah, make another insight check then. Oh, it's a little better. 16? I mean, yeah, he's being genuine. I assume that in your culture, you value freedom of choice pretty heavily. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, him, he is, yeah, slavery is just absolutely the worst possible thing. Yeah, he is genuine in his hatred of this whatever this oath of service practice is at least to you and how you know Haskell's personality he seems to have acquired some form of power and enjoys his position where he is but he is he is still Haskell and in that case I'll just sort of say to him if I myself were not already entrenched in my own tasks. I would happily help you end this terrible injustice. But I uh, unfortunately have some slightly larger and more literal beasts to slay at the moment. Mm. Yeah, acquiring a great ship. What I've heard from the people here, the Ultros is a thing of legend larger than any ship we've ever seen. Indeed. Well, if you're so busy, as I see you are, my uh, compatriots' plans are in motion. But if you do wish to join in, or any of your fellow allies, you can meet us back here. Hmm. I will keep that in mind. Well, I'm going to leave now. 
It was a pleasure meeting you again, Ilva. Uh, I'm going to just try to get up, give him a nod, <laughs> turn around, and leave. <laughs> yep. Who's up next? Anyone else got any plans? I mean, I had, like, vague plans of something to do about the city, but not very... I mean, it wasn't going to be very interesting. I was basically going to go to the Temple of the Five and then go on a very long walk. Okay, yeah. Is there anything specific you want to do at the temple? Pray, you know, temple-y stuff. Okay. I'll pray to Mitros. Oh, yeah, okay. This is her city and all. Yeah, there is a, a very nice statue of Mitros with her golden shield and spear. Ato will go to the temple and pray to Mitros for a bit. Just kind of like, hey, I know that like where I came from, you weren't the shit, but like you're still a god. And I know I had a bunch of beef with the gods after finding out, you know, kind of look around, see if anyone else is listening, all that shit I found out. <laughs> but like things seem to just get more and more difficult for us, both the challenges we face and the different directions were pulled in and from the sounds of it you have been guiding at least Ariel and I remember a golden light coming through a terrible nightmare some weeks ago and I just wanted to ask for your protection and your blessing going forward I've been consumed with a quest of my own, but I also recognize there's something much greater that myself and my companions are destined for, and I don't expect any of it to be easy. Make a wisdom check. Just straight wisdom. Straight wisdom. That is a 23. Oh, that's a, that's a pretty good roll. You kind of feel like a tickling sensation in like the back of your brain and kind of like a feeling of warm protection kind of fall over you. Yeah. You are unsure of if anything specific has changed. You don't feel much different than that. Hmm. Maybe the clouds finally broke over the city and a beam of sunlight hit me just right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it came right through a tiny crack in the temple because, you know, the temple's real fucked up. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After praying to my choice, I am basically just going to take the road east out of the city and just like go on a very long walk until I feel like I should turn around and then turn around and come back. It'll be nighttime by the time I get back. All right. So you kind of like walk around the vineyards and cliffs and hills mm. around the city. Yep. All righty. Anyone else want to do some nonsense? I feel like it might be interesting if like. Nehmet could sneak around and see what he like could find out just kind of trolling through the the palace on his way to take his uh his nap. I don't know if he would have anything like specific that he was looking for. He would just kind of like walk around. I mean, I guess you kind of hear some talk like whenever you kind of turn a corner and like people catch sight of you, they go there's like whispers. It's like, "Oh man, that's that. That's that Nefmet guy. He's like supposedly a dragon, an actual dragon lord, like five hundred year old dragon lord. And they're like, wow, how does he do it? His skin is so nice. That sort of thing. 
But I mean, I guess unless you want to like specifically seek someone out, there's not too much you learn unless you have like a specific question that you were looking for. No, I wouldn't really say that he has any specific question. I mean, I might say like if it's on the way, he might stop by and see Chandris again, but I can't think of anything he'd want to say to him specifically. I mean, sure, if you want to go talk to Chandris, he and Zamrox are in not his personal study, but in another one. Probably Ballas's. And he is studying a few books, and the large Minotaur is invisible, standing in the corner, because he is so motionless. But Chandra's notices you approach and kind of like waves hello. Stands in the open doorway and knocks on the wall. All right, he's like, Come in, come in, great Nefmet. You flatter me. <laughs> well, is there anything you wish to uh, speak to me about? Not in particularly, no. I was uh, just on my way back to my chambers to enjoy a bit of rest after the battle because, uh, like I imagined, uh, our ladies in divinity, I channeled a whole lot of energy and it took a toll on my body. It did look quite spectacular. Oh, it felt spectacular. It was unlike anything I've ever felt before. Extremely. He kind of like raises an eyebrow at that, really. I mean, it's uh, almost indescribable. I feel like it's been quite a long time since a mortal was allowed to rock that hard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially a human. It was a unique honor. But now I find myself suitably enervated. Speaking of enervated, how are the two of you doing after that fight? Ah, I am just uh, studying up on some ancient information about the origins of this city. Ah, well, not to toot my own horn or or anything, but uh, I was literally here when it was nothing more than a campsite. Mm. So if there's anything of of substance that you feel like I, I could give to you, and information about this place. I'd be happy to do so. Ah, I was more focusing on the aftermath during the battle between the Titans and the Gods and the short while after. So, yes, I think it was a, um, <clears throat> if I don't mean to sound too insensitive, a little after your time. Yes, uh, precisely. I was, uh, what's the... What is the common way to say this? Uh, deceased. Or rather, I was uh, on an island with a, with a nymph in a coma. As the bard's tales say. It's a, it's a real trip. Sometimes I lose sight of just how fanciful my story seems. And yet I'm called to make it even more fanciful by the day. And well, such is the life of a great hero. Yes, or great tragic protagonist well it uh it was lovely getting to speak with you again and uh if uh if there's not much else i can entertain you about i will be getting some rest ah well then i will see you around blessing of the five be upon you thank you and he will go back to reading Nefman will uh give a nod to Zamrox? Zamrox, yes. Yeah. 
he will break his stealth and nod back, and then immediately return to stealth. And then uh, slink out. All right, Nausicaa. Yeah. Are you hanging out anywhere specific? I'm just vibing in my room, maybe go out for a walk. Yeah, during your walk out, Macalia, the Amazonian guard for Valis, comes up and kind of like gives you like the Amazonian like sup head nod gesture. I'll do like the awkward like little wave. She approaches you and is like, the queen wishes to speak with you. All right. I'll go with her then. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You follow? Yeah. And she's in her chair. She's looking pretty tired. Understandably. Yeah. Like, she, she's applied makeup that is covers it up pretty well, but you know. To your discerning eye, she's tired. Yeah. She kind of nods to you. She kind of, like, gestures to you to, like, mm-hmm. sit in the chair. And then Macalia, she kind of stands back, stands guard. And Valis kind of looks at you and says, Well, that was certainly an ordeal early this morning. I just wanted to thank you on behalf of all the others that I thank you for assisting in our efforts to banish the storm. I mean, of course. Who in my position wouldn't do that? She kind of like raises an eyebrow at you a lot. Many would not oppose the Lord of Storms. I mean, an entire city was at risk. What else was I supposed to do? Mm. She kind of like shrugs and it goes, eh, well, you know, many people are not well equipped to challenge those great creatures you fought. Well, it was thanks to you and your sister's power that we could even stand a chance. So mm. I really, I should be thanking you. Oh, well, I will not say it was nothing, because it certainly took its toll. But I want to also warn you, was told what Acastus spoke of, what he gave to your group. When he speaks of divine messages, I suspect it is something entirely different. I have heard that he has not slept well in the past many months, that he is haunted in his dreams. So I warn you that something on the Ultros is dangerous. Well, uh, thanks for the warning. I'll be sure to look out for it. Well, I'm sure your ancestor, the power that she grants you is something else. Do not expect old Hypatia to still be alive in some way. Yeah, it's uh, quite a power. And then she will kind of rise from her chair, approach you. I also happen to notice the sword you carry on your hip. Yeah. What about it? Where did you acquire such a weapon? It's a long story that involves some, like, crazy undead shit. (laughs) Mm. Are you hiding information from her? (laughs) Am I? I'm I'm trying not to. I'm just saying it's a long story, but... Oh, fair. 
I'll tell her like the general gist of it. Like what you fought, what you pulled it yeah. from. Yeah. What? How much information do you give her about the labyrinth? Like a decent bit of information. She seems trustworthy enough. Oh. She then is like, hmm. Do you tell her about Graxis, quote unquote? Yeah, I'll tell her about this large Minotaur guy. Like, did you tell her about how he's actually not Graxis? I won't go there. Oh, okay. So you are hiding information from her. Yeah. Just like, that's where I'll stop saying things. Okay. She will uh, raise an eyebrow at your lack of information. or She she knows that you uh, are not fully telling her the truth. That's fine. She's like, I see. (laughs) And afterwards, have you had any dreams of sorts? I mean, they're they're similar to, like, the ones I had before I got the sword. She will step forward next to you and, like, kind of rest her hand on your shoulder and say, I am your friend, Nausicaa. I just went to help you. And then you feel a kind of divine energy flow through you, but it kind of reaches, like, it kind of flows from your shoulder down your body, and when it reaches like your waist, where the sword is held, it stops and then recedes. And you see her kind of frown and look at you. It's like, there's something you're not telling me, is there? I want to help you, Nausicaa, in your journey. The quest that you and the Chosen are taking is of utmost importance. Well, when we get back with a dead Hydra... I'll tell you everything. Uh, all right. She will then step back, fall back on her chair. I mean, I guess if you want to stay, she'll make like small talk with you if you want. No, I don't want to make small talk. You don't want to make small I'll talk with Valis? Aw- I'll make it awkward. Oh, my God. I will say, so how about that weather? Oh, God. She will let out like a short bark of laughter. Just like, ha, <laughs> uh, You sound like Kyra there. Yeah. She must be rubbing off on me. She kind of like shakes her head, kind of like pinches the bridge of her nose. If you see her, let her know that I wish to speak with her at some point. Will do. She is like, hey, you want to play 20 squares? Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. Do you want to try to win? Well, I'll try to win. What do I need to roll? Performance. Performance. Insight. Insight. Uh, Nice. History. History. Uh, Deception. Deception. Intimidation. Intimidation. Persuasion. Persuasion. And then perception. Perception. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Her deception. Her performance. History. Intimidation. You actually beat her in intimidation. Holy shit. <laughs> Persuasion. And then perception. So, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's best of seven. So whoever gets to four first wins. And I'm pretty sure she wins on the first round. She takes it. Second round, she takes it. Third round, she takes it. Fourth round, you actually take it, which is pretty Very hype. Cool. And then fifth round, she takes it from you. So... She beat you, but you do actually manage to pull a couple tricks on 
So she is kind of impressed. And I will let you know that this game takes like three hours. So ah, cool. All right. Well, that's what yeah, I'm you're doing. You're just, the you're just time here. Period. And like halfway through the game, someone very drunk wanders in. Oh, God. As soon as I see Kyra, I'm going to say, hey, Valis wanted to talk to you. <laughs> she kind of like waves very like haphazardly and then like takes a couple steps towards a recliner that is here and she'll just pass out on it. You can smell the booze on her from here. <laughs> she She's taken up Pythor's hobby, so she will thank you for the game and your time and wish you luck on your Hydra slaying endeavors. Oh, she probably should tell you. This is important information that you should know about the Hydra. It is said that it is a creature that cannot be killed. <laughs> well. Every time you slice off one of its mini heads, it grows two more in its place. And the only way to kill such a creature is to cut off every head. Oh. Interesting. So, uh, what would be the best way to cut off every head without them growing back? Well, there are certain types of weaponry that you can use to cauterize the wound. Fire. Acid. Did somebody say fire? <laughs> and acid. You've got both. I do. So, yeah, mini heads. This one in particular is said to have the classic power of lightning that Sidon channels into his creatures. Well, thanks for the information. Thanks for the game. Take my leave. Right. Like, very, very awkwardly. Yeah. I mean, I will also say she gives you, like, the exact location of it, too, so that you oh, can cool. easily find okay. it without having to, like, you know, do some fucking hunting nonsense. Very survival cool. checks in my D&D? Crazy. Did somebody say survival checks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you will be able to, uh, you know, rest up, do your thing. If that's what you want to long rest now. So you guys want to sleep the night? Yes. Yes. And then head out tomorrow morning. I guess, Ato, do you return the following day, or...? No, I'll, I'll return, like, in time to set up my tent and everything in the same place. Oh, I was, okay. You're still outside the city like a fucking loner. I mean, yeah. At some point, when, when we all meet up, I, I will tell everyone, like, all the information that Valus gave me about the Hydra. Oh, fire. Well, I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> Lucky to have someone that uses a lot of fire. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. At some point, can I ask Valis if she knows the whereabouts of any dragons? Like, dragon eggs. Oh, dragon eggs. And where whereabouts of, like, the dragon lord keep. Oh, the dragon lord keep. She she kind of like subtly winks at you and is like, "I know of where some dragon eggs are, but acquire the Ultros and I will give you some more information." All right. <laughs> she does have information on this key of sorts. Okay. She says it is a there is a False god, Helios. But I see Helios. <laughs> and she she will sneer at the name. She is not sure 
what Vulcan's nonsense mage tech contraption powered the soon-to-be floating castle of the Dragon Lords. But whatever PC he is missing, whatever catalyst engine piece is held in Helios's garden. So, thanks for the information. All right, armed with knowledge, you want to seek out a Hydra and go fight it. Yeah. I mean, is it closer than the Dead Falls? Oh, absolutely. The Hydra is like a couple hours walk away from the city. You kind of like walk by the docks. You like leave the city walls, head to the outskirts. It's a kind of forested in that area. And the cliffs, it's like in a uh, cave that rests against the cliffs. It occasionally becomes partially flooded. And, you know, it lives there. The, the Sidonites go there and sacrifice cows, other livestock, minotaurs, that sort of thing. So, you head to the cliffs. The space where you need to go is down the cliffs. And I will say, Kyra is not with you guys. So, good luck. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Still napping. Yeah. She kind of peaced out. Besides, like, Nasca seeing her. I like walking drunk. None of you have really seen her at all. All right. So, is there anything we need to do before we uh, make our way to this cave? I mean, we should at least formulate a battle plan. Are we going to go into the cave? Are we going to try to lure it out in the open? These are good things to consider. Well, I suppose it depends because I, for one, believe that the best way to approach this thing is to just burn it. Burn it a lot. Although we need to cut the heads off and then burn it. Yeah, uh, but the other issue with that is apparently the, the cave floods sometimes, and that can make fire a little bit less of a viable option. Yeah. So we lure it out of the cave into some sort of prepared fire trap. It would be very difficult to lure it out of the cave, seeing as the cave kind of empties directly into the sea. Like, the, it's a cliff face, and the cave is at the base of the cliff. And occasionally when the tide rises, the water kind of floods into the entrance of the cave. So you're saying we need to go, like, right as the tide is retreating? I mean, that would be the best time if you never want to deal with water. Yeah. Not dealing with water seems like a pretty important thing. Yeah, I guess if there's a good way to really lure it out into a more vulnerable open area, I guess our only other option is going into the cave. Long until low tide. I mean, I don't know actual tide changes, but we'll say it's just now retreating from high tide, so... All right. I mean, this is fortuitous. Indeed. So I, I don't know if there's much else we can plan for. Do we know what's inside the cave, other than presumably the Hydra? Also, a quick question. Did somebody say heads, as in plural heads? I think Violet's even tempted to give up growing more as we fight it, which should be fun. 
I mean, you guys, those of you who are native know what hydras are. <laughs> so, hell, even Nehmet knows what a hydra is. Uh, I'll say Ilva, maybe you fought something similar that has, like, mini heads and you have to, like, cut the heads off, but, like, you know, hydras. Wait, so are there multiple hydra that live in Thylia? Supposedly. This is known as the Storm Hydra. Oh. Interesting. And the Sidonites use it as a sacrifice outlet, similar to the Basilisks in Astoria. Well, if this fight's anything like that, we should go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> there may be some merit to perhaps, I don't know, you guys have diamonds here, right? Yes. There was something that some of the uh, more elder members of my clan back home were able to do, where they could resuscitate someone at the cost of sort of breaking the various sort of arcane bonds within a diamond and bring someone essentially back from the dead. But the sort of gemstones that we'd need would be a little bit more on the pricey side, and might be something that we would need to pull together on. Sounds extremely useful. I'll happily give any of my drug mail for such a cause. So that is plenty to buy two revivifies worth of diamonds. And I will add that to my inventory. So you, you acquire the necessary materials to do this, and you arrive on the cliff above the Hydra's cave. You, you need to get in. It's about like 30 feet down the cliff to the water, which is around the height of the actual cave. I mean, if the water is about the height of the actual cave, can I just like dive? Swan dive in? I mean, yeah, you can. Hell yeah. Alright, make... I want to say athletics, but I will let you use dexterity and athletics. Which is basically Zacrobax. But it's an athletics check. <laughs> that is a nat 20. Alright. So yeah, that was, that was a fucking gorgeous dive. Of course it was. Perfectly cuts through the water. Uh, very little friction. Nahmet sees him starting to go for it and he says, Do a flip! <laughs> <laughs> I do two flips. Oh, yeah, showing off that Aresian technique. Shit, everybody, did you see that? He did two whole flips. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. But yeah, you can easily swim up to the cave entrance because the water is now just starting to recede from it. The actual entrance itself is about like a 10-foot diameter roughly circle. It's more of like an oval. It is smooth. Like there's no stalactites or stalagmites that are formed. Nehmet attempts the same dive. All right, I mean, sure. Make a athletics dexterity check. 16. Okay. Yours is not as pretty, but you do, in fact, not take any damage. I'm also going to jump down. All right, oh my Fine. You're all going to be soaking wet. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're fighting a lightning hydra. Is there a different way down than jumping? Because I don't want to jump. <laughs> as far as you're aware, no. A rope. Yeah, you can rope down... You can, um, I don't know, turn into a flying creature. Come on in, Ariel. The water's fine. It is, in fact, pretty moderately temperature, the water. So it actually is pretty nice. 
Okay. Jump. But if Jump. I fall and Jump. take damage, you guys are healing me. <laughs> Surprisingly good. Uh, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, no. That's great. You rolled really high. You rolled a natural 19, so you're better than Nethnet. <laughs> <laughs> I have another question. Are you taking Van Pupper? Was there anywhere in the palace we could probably leave him behind? Yeah, with Valis. Hell yeah. Or with Kyra. Even more hell yeah. If you can find it, which you can't, but you know. I'd say, I'd say with Valis. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll leave Van Pupper to nap in a sunbeam for a while. Alright. But yes. Ariel, you also arrive in the cave entrance. I would also like to jump down. Alright, yeah. Ooh, that's a 21. Alright, you're all fucking fine. I don't get to damage you beforehand. You're fine. Huh. All right, you're all in the cave entrance. I just, as I described to Ato, about roughly ten feet in diameter, circle-ish, oval-ish. It has no stalactites, and it is dark as you would descend in. If I remember right, Nefet is always casting light on his kopesh. Yeah. I'm just making sure you're. That's how. That's how it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll take. I'll take a spot up at the front. Behind me, though, I'll take lead. So you've descended into the cave, and you've kind of split past a couple of different routes, but you arrive in what you see here. There is a split in the direction of the cave. And yeah, it's, it is damp. It is, I guess, a little bit chilly. It is under the earth. It's not super cold. It's not super warm. You do notice that the walls are in some places, worn to a almost smooth surface. How do you guys wish to proceed? What's everyone think? Left or right? Left. As you round that corner, you do notice a faint kind of glowing light from this direction. And I believe both Ato and Ilva can kind of make out a rumbling, snoring sound. I will turn back to everyone and Kind of put a finger up to my helmet in a shush motion and under my breath say to Nahmet, if we put out the light and let someone who can see in here take the lead. Nahmet nods and extinguishes the light spell. Do you want to stay there or do you want to like stealthily approach? Stealthily approach. Yeah. All right. I will have everyone roll stealth checks. Another nat 20. Good job. You're fucking rolling aces. We're going to get into combat, and it's going to be all nat ones. I believe the only time today that I have rolled above a 10, (laughs) diving off the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) I have rolled a 12. I mean, yeah, you start approaching stealthily. Oh, goodness, yes. Oh, Oh, shisa. In the center of this open room, you see painted on the floor, is a large, five-headed snake creature, at least carved into the ground. On top of the carving, the painting slash carving, engraving, is a similar form, a white and blue serpentine creature. It is curled up and sleeping, but one head is awake and kind of balefully scanning around the room. It has not taken notice to you yet. See seven heads in total. 
curled up around its large serpentine body. Does it have legs? No. It is snake-like. Alright, so what do you want to do? It has not noticed you. You do see more entrances to this chamber across from you in other areas. So, Alright, I want to be the first person to say it. That thing looks fucked. And I hate it. I hate the way it looks. I hate how this fight is probably going to go. I just wanted to say that early. Well, I have a plan that makes anyone feel any better. It does, actually. Remember when I just about drilled a hole in uh, that one tree monster we fought with my little ball of fire? Yes. I'm thinking about using the exact same spell, because if I can even get it close to one of the little stumps that, that you guys make of the heads, then the heat alone should be enough to cauterize whatever bare flesh is there. And if that fails, I can hurl some other fire at it. I do like the sound of that. I think, Atoy, you would be the best person to keep it distracted. Because you're the hardest of us to hit. Yeah, I figured I would stay up close, try and keep its attention. Alright. This seems like a good enough plan. I'm worried about whatever sorts of attacks it, it'll be able to throw our way, considering it's some sort of storm hydra. I suppose there will be lightning involved. Alright. It sounds like the plan is for Ilva to keep fire damage on it as long as possible. I'll go up and try to distract it as best I can. Mehmet Nausicaa will go in close, try and take out heads, and Ariel will finish the job with whatever fireball or magic damage you can dish out on top. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to stand back and throw fire at it. All right. Alright, what do we want to do first? Bring the spear up first? I figured I would charge in to make sure it has its attention on me, and then as soon as I've landed a hit, you all charge in. Ideally, like, combat-wise, we let Ariel and Ilva go first to ready their actions to, like, light it on fire once we cut off a head, so that the Hydra doesn't have a turn. Okay, so people ready actions, and then I charge in? Sure. Okay. All right. So you guys want to maneuver around? That you can see caves around if you want to move around. Like, how do you want to do this? Do you just want to all be in the same area, or? I mean, it would probably be a good idea for us to split up just a little. Yeah. Why don't we get the spellcasters behind it? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy to go up and see what's going on up there. I don't have very good stealth though, and I don't want to ruin our chances. Wait, I have something for this. I'm gonna just sort of lightly tap the staff of the woodlands on the ground and just like this cloud of dark smoke just emits out from under it and I cast Pass Without a Trace on all of us. Mm, spooky. I will have you guys re-roll stealth with that then. You all feel pretty stealthy. Alright, are we all in place? You want to begin combat? Because I'm going to have you guys roll into initiative and get that sweet surprise round. Okay, yeah, so I think Ato's the one lead in the charge. Hell yeah. Wait, so did people take, like, prepared actions before this? This round will be your prepared actions. Basically. Surprise. So I'm good to charge in, everyone. Yes? Works. Yes. Yes. 
Rad. Bam. Here I am. All right. You're going to stab it with your spear? Yes. Spear time. All right. Attack number one is a 16. That hits. Yeah. Damage number one is max at 14 stabbing damage. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Attack number two is a crit fail. Alright, no. <laughs> as my bonus action, I'm going to hold up my shield and like scrape my spear against the top of it, kind oh, of throwing off yeah. part, and you hear the roar of a dragon. Yeah, so you just release a breath of fire from your shield's mouth, scorching its hide. It seems to reel away from the fire, but you have gathered its attention. It will take the initiative. It doesn't do anything on its turn. Its turn goes. Surprise condition passes. Next turn. And it'll pass to one of you guys. So, Ilva. I'm going to point the staff of the woodlands at it, just sort of poking out behind the column briefly. And there's like this spiral of flame that runs down. It almost as if I'm casting produce flame. But instead of shooting out the end, it just sort of poofs into a bit of smoke and then erupts into this almost tiny supernova right here amongst all the heads. You're making the uh, sphere of fire? Yes. And then I'm going to slam it into the head that Ato just stabbed. Duck save away. That is a failure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is 11 fire damage to it. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You are uh, lighting this thing up. And then I'm just going to duck back behind, <laughs> behind the column. <laughs> mm -hmm. And... Who wants it? Nahmet will take it. Uh, all right. Then I will pass it to Nahmet. Nahmet will hop up into the air, about 10 feet off the ground, fly to about here-wise, and then he's going to take his dagger and the Xyphos in his hands and kind of clang them together and then, like, throw his hands up and point to a point just beyond the the Hydra, and he's going to cast um, Cloud of Daggers. Ooh, yeah, yeah. All right, so what's the radius of that spell? Five-foot cubes, and since I'm casting it at third level, it increases to 64. And then Nehmed is going to go, see if you can start taking out eyes, Nausicaa, and inspire Nausicaa. Take out eyes by chopping heads. Yeah, I was just going to chop the head, start chopping heads off. <laughs> I assume you pass to Nasuka. Yeah, I want to pass to Nasuka. All right, pull out the short sword. You're chopping. Yeah, does that hit? Yeah, the twenty-five hits. That does that much damage. Eleven damage. Eleven damage. As you go forward, you kind of pull out your short sword in one hand, kind of do like a running uh, leap and slice off one of the heads. Yeah, very cool. And then second attack. 10 misses. I think I'll just take the inspiration here. Alright, use it. Is it a, was it a D8? It's a D8 minimum value of 3. That is what you needed to hit. Very cool. You take another leap and slide off another head. I'm gonna action surge. Alright. And do it again. Yeah, that hits again. Your slashing damage chops off another head. <laughs> oh boy. A crit? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you... Uh, Nasuka's just going ham. 
chopping off heads. There are three heads remaining. All right, Ariel, hit it with a large fire. And we have past Ariel. All right. Let's see this thing. Oh, boy. You're going to fireball? Yeah, you know, so that it doesn't hit the people in the room. Yeah, fireball is a 20-foot radius. Yeah. So, there Oh, my God. You just surround it. Yep, all the way. And it ruled a natural one. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, it takes a lot of fire damage from that. All right, yeah, 27 fire damage. Hot damn. Since I just hit it real hard, we're going to move back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've definitely drawn its attention. You've definitely <laughs> drawn its attention. You scorch its entire body. The bloom of flame erupts around it, washing its body with fire, and you see all the stumps that Nasca sliced off have been cauterized closed. Yes. <laughs> it worked. We did it. There still are three lashing heads remaining. So, who are you passing to, Ariel? This is the start of round two, right? Correct. Yeah. Unless Ilva specifically doesn't want it, I'm gonna pass to Ilva and yell, Get out of the way! (laughs) Yeah, I'll take it. I am going to just sort of holding the staff in front of me, just directing the spear with it. I'm going to uh pump a produced flame out the end of it towards the Hydra. Alright. That's a 28 to hit. Mm, nah. It, it hits. <laughs> and it takes 10 fire damage. And then mm-hmm. bonus action, I'm going to slam it. Yeah. Alright. Dex, save away. Takes 2 fire damage. Oh, excellent. I mean, every every bit of hit points matters, you know. And then I am going to dive behind the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys. Silva um, sees Ariel staring yeah, at her. Like of a, two damage. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna take its turn. It will move, slithering away from you. It will then slide through the corridor. So does that mean opportunity attack? It does not seem to be able to take opportunity attacks. It's too swift. It seemed to... And then it will bonus action attack Ilva with one of its heads. Oh, boy. 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. You take 10 piercing and 5 lightning. Okay. And then, yeah, make your concentration check. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. It's uh, 17. All right. And then it will pass to you, Ariel. It's passing to you. Fuck, I don't want to be right here. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to ruin a magic missile. All right. Damn. Good damage. Fours across the board. <laughs> Very good damage. Woo! Kind of like pepper the side of its body. Passing to somebody, I assume? I'd be happy to take it. Yeah. Yeah. When you pass, it does take a, a legendary action to... Attempt to grapple you. So make a make an acrobatics or athletics check. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Yeah. Oh, fuck right. it. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Yeah, you do slip out of its grasp. Just barely. Alright, yeah. So Netnet, you're up. Can't really attack it with anything other than 
I suppose a shatter spell second level. Oh, con save. Hell yeah. Hype. Oh, it rolled a 10. Good job. Good job, Hydra. 14 thunder damage as Nehmet takes yep. the the Kopesh and the Xyphos in his hand now and then and clangs them together. And then he's mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. say to Nausicaa, you did so perfectly last round. Let's see if you can do that again. And inspire Nausicaa. It will attack Ariel with Fight using its mythic action, legendary action, 27 to hit. Ooh. And then it will spend a attack charge to attack again. That one does not hit. Only a 14, though. So I take the 16? Yes. And then Nasuka, you're up. Go in. I'm going to go ahead and use my short sword and go, yeah. That hits. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you're, you're the head chopper. In this group. I go, yeah. Also hits. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. There is a single head remaining. Yay! And I'll pass to... Ato's the only option. So then Ato. However, it does turn on you, Nausicaa, and move on top of you and attempt to grapple you. Damn it! Yeah, it does grab you. And then it will attempt to bite you. With advantage because you are restrained by this creature while grappled by it. A 28. So you take a lot of damage. Its last head bites into you. Two of its necks flailing, blood spurting. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Of all the people to get grappled, I'm probably the best to get grappled. All right. So it's Ato's turn now. Yeah. All right. I will rush forward again. I was also hoping to line up the burning hands without burning Nausicaa. It might be very difficult. I don't know if it's possible, actually. Okay, well, I'll just start stabbing. Yep. So you said there are two neck holes that are not cauterized, right? Hmm. Well, that's not the best. Oh, that's a 14 to hit? Mm, misses. I'm going to spend a key point to increase that by two. So it is now a 16. Yep. Damage is 12, and then... You only catch one head with oh. the fire. So one is still thrashing about blood spurting. And then you end your turn, and a rolling thunder Don't like that. echoes through the chamber. It is spending its own point of inspiration to interrupt oh, no. and take control of the initiative. Its turn starts with one head flapping in the wind. You only have one head left? Well, it has one head left, but it has one... Uncauterized stump. Alright, it's going to lash out against all of you with its attacks. So, here we go. It does have advantage on this attack, because... Miss. I think a 15 misses you, though. Yeah, your, your snake-like affinity. You recognize what it's going to do. And you, like, wiggle your body just enough that you don't uh, get your bones crushed. All right, so that was its turn. You guys are up. Whoever wants to take... Whoever took damage can take initiative, or else it's going to pass to... going to pass to Ariel first. I will take the initiative. I will make some attacks. Is there anything that I can do to help Nausicaa from her grappled position? Yeah, you could make the check for her. You have to use athletics instead of acrobatics, but you could attempt to do so. Would it take an action? 
Yes, it is an action. Would I be able to bonus action attack afterwards? Mm, sure. Okay, then yeah, I'll use my action to try to free Nasuka with an athletics check. That is a 22! 22, yeah, you totally can pull Nasuka out of the, the coils of the snake. Alright. And then I... my bonus action, I'll just do one on arm strike. That's a 25. Mm, yep. Got these good rolls for this fight, damn. It's eight damage as I hit it with the butt of my spear or something. Mm-hmm. Alright, end of your turn. Its legendary action goes off. I mean, it kind of likes being in the middle of all you guys. And you are within 10 feet of it, Nehmet, so it is going to bite at you. You see the lightning crackle between its snake-like fangs as it lashes out at you. That is exactly my AC, 16. Yeah, so there you're, there's your damage. 12. And then, yeah, whoever you pass to Eto takes it. I'll pass to Massacre. I will attack with sword. Very cool. Does that cut off ahead? Unfortunately, it's a, you only get like halfway through. Oh, and unfortunately, a natural one does not, not do it. And then I'm going to bonus action, second wind. Nahnat, do you want it? Um, I can take it. For that. The head that you bit is going to lash out at you, Nasuka. That's fine. Mm, not a crit. So you only take 8 plus 14? 22. Good thing I healed. <laughs> Alright, then you go Nehmet. Nehmet. We'll see. Nasuka get bit and be like, snake traitor. And I'll swoop down and uh, take a swipe at the head that just tried to chomp on Nasuka. Oh, hell yeah. That is a 12 plus 7, 19. Yep. To hit. Booyah. And you're so. slashing through it? Slashing through that neck. Oh, max damage, 10. Yeah, you finished what Nasuka started and cut off one of the heads. Booyah. As a bonus action, he's going to get the next closest head and swipe at it with the, the Xyphos. Oh, that's a natural 18. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus 7. Okay, that's t- two piercing damage. Yeah, you kind of like stab at it. You get a little nick on it, like right around the eye, but not too much. Before you pass, the creature lets out a roar of pain, and you see lightning start to like kind of crackle around its body. Right, row. And then it's going to move. All right, so whoever you pass to, can go. Ooh, that is just barely my save DC. All right, so a little bit. It is still spurting blood. It is not fully cauterized. All right. In that case, I'm going to shoot a produce flame at it. All right, make your attack roll. That's a 23 to hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Six fire damage. <laughs> Unfortunately, with the low roll, you're not able to fully cauterize the wound yet. I just sort of panically turned to Ariel and say, you got another one of those, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one. I assume you're, you're passing to Ariel. Yeah. The Hydra will lash out at Ato with a bite. 14 does not hit, though. <laughs> it, it, like, lunges in, and you just get the lion shield up. Do we think that I should throw my last fireball, or should I do something smaller? You have a firebolt? Yeah, I have firebolts, and I have scorching bay. I'm gonna do a scorching bay. Alright. 
make your three attacks. Yeah, the last two hit, and with those two, you're able to close off the bleeding wound. And it is going to lash out at Neh, met with a bite. No! And I believe a 20 does hit for 19 damage. Uh, that, that does, in fact, happen. All right, Ariel, pick your champion. How do we feel about me passing to the monster? Do it. I think that's the play here. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Hydra's going first. Uh, it is shocked and surprised that it is allowed to attack. Hey, guys, fun fact. We're all in a line. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I'm 10 feet off the ground. You are. So you would actually avoid it if it goes over you. So it actually only hits Nasca and Ilva. Ariel and Ato, you're actually safe. Oh. All right. Got a 19. <laughs> you got 16. All right. Look, guys, it's not as dangerous as an actual lightning bolt, though. So fret not. But I did roll pretty well. <laughs> 16, you both save. Well, I am going I'm going to burn and absorb elements here. <laughs> and then you notice the lightning around it kind of dissipates a little bit. Like it was building up like static energy and just unleashed it all. So, uh, Nasca or Ilva, you can take the initiative. I'll take it. Also, at the end of its turn, it needs to make a deck save. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, it didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It takes three fire damage, because I rolled a one and a two. Oh, Not nice. Two. Oh, my god. All right, so, Nasca, I think you're taking the initiative? Yeah, I'll take it. Attack ahead. Slice, slice. I don't want this, uh, I don't want this Hydra to get ahead of itself. <laughs> Take an inspiration. You almost cut a head off. It's very God close. damn it. But you do hit your second attack and do slice off one of the heads. Alright. And then I'll pass to Nehmet. Nehmet goes in for the last snake head and he's like, hey Hydra! Heads up! <laughs> you also get inspiration. Fuck yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> That's a 16. A 16 does hit. That is 8. You get close to slicing a head off. Damn it, I can't really finish that with the Xyphos, can I? I have a plan. I just shout out. Wait, I think I've got this one, Nehmet. I can boost, though. All right, light him up! And uh, I inspire Hilda. Okay. Right. It's taking its legendary action. It has one head still. It's making. One attack against Nasca, one attack against Nefmet. This might be where I go down. I'm down. Damn. I think I'm also down. Alright, you fall unconscious, fall ten feet. That does does that does that nix one of my sa my death saving throws then? Uh yes, it does. Fuck. That's not gonna be good. I guess it's Ilva's turn next, right? Yep. It's got one one head that is not cauterized and one that is very close to being cut off. I'm going to run up to it and pull out my scimitar. Yeah. Which does slashing damage. It does do slashing damage. Hey. And let's see. Oh, that's a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Oh, come on. Fuck! <laughs> That's four slashing damage. 
four was enough, and you slice through the last remaining head. The body still writhes and looks to be ready to crush Nefmet and Nausicaa, and both of the heads are still not cauterized. Yeah, pass to me. Before I do that, I'm going to make a real quick healing word to Nefmet. <laughs> you get five hit points back. I've rolled like five ones. Then I am going to pass to Ariel. Alright, end of your turn. It kind of lashes around, flips around, does a whole thing, and it'll move this close. Oh, god damn it. Wait, can I still fireball it? I mean, you can try. It is a pretty big creature. Or you could just bathe your entire team in fire. You can, like, put the fireball so that the edge of it is, like, inside of it. That sounds good. We'll do that. All right. Hey, look, deck save. 26 damage. You are able to cauterize both heads. The creature just needs one final blow before it can be killed. It needs one stab through the heart. Sounds like an Ato. <laughs> I don't have slashing damage, but I can do this. Or you can stab it. I will stab it. That's a 26 to hit. Mm, yeah, that's good. For 11 damage. You need one more attack. Oh my god. He's not going down. He just stabbed it into it. And the second attack, I'm just like wrenching the spear sideways to like tear into it. It's a 19. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That does 12 damage. Yep. Yep. With 20 total damage, Woo! you stab through the main head. Push a little bit deeper through its writhing form and pierce its heart, killing the Hydra. I yank the spear sideways and I pull the heart out on the tip of my spear. I'm not sure if that's possible. The heart's like basketball sized. It's huge. I'll say it's, it would be easy to harvest the heart if you wanted to. If you want to just pull the heart out before you sacrifice it to a god. Yeah, I'll, I'll let Yova have the final say on that. First, I think we still need to deal with the fact that Nausicaa is unconscious. Yeah, oh, Nef- yeah. Nef- Nef- will crawl over to Nausicaa and be like, no, no, that's, that's not going to happen. And then Nausicaa will <laughs> break your, okay, your wounds. 12 points. Very awesome. <laughs> not dead yet. Wake up, I take her. I should be called a head taker now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to burn this guy up, right? We should also see if any of it is harvestable. Yeah, I'll see what I can do to harvest something out of here. I believe it's a nature check. I'm gonna guide myself on this too, and make that nature check. Yeah, 16. Yeah, so you have advantage. You're able to uh, recognize that harvestable things from this, the heart, is very valuable. It has uh, regenerative properties. Things like, if you eat the heart when you have a missing limb, your limb will grow back. Stuff like that can also be used to make a staff of regeneration, which is a really powerful healing staff. You can also harvest scales, teeth, and some bones. Do I need separate harvest checks for all of those? It is one single harvest check, and depending on how high you roll, you can harvest up to things. For example, the heart is the hardest to harvest. Gotcha. Made a little bit easier by Ato. Okay. 
25. Yeah, well. <laughs> even without Ato's, like, if Ato had not helped, that would have been able to do it. So you are able to harvest 13 teeth. All right. 15 scales. 15 scales. Nine, basically just like rib bones. And then you get the heart. And then I assume you want to sacrifice it to somebody. Reserves, this one was going to go to Valis. Does anyone remember how to do this? Do we have to say anything? Yeah, I'll do it. You basically kind of build like a small pyre, and it kind of just happens because of the divine spark. And you intone that you basically honor this great beast to whichever god or titan. I mean, you could sacrifice it to Lutheria. Taze Helios? <laughs> you, could, you could sacrifice it to Helios, too. <laughs> All right. You burned up the Hydra. You want to get out and leave? You think there's anything else in this little cave temple area that we could explore? Besides decomposing like bones of animals that were fed here, lots of cows, there was no treasure. The Sidonites did not give gold to the Hydra. They're like, we need that gold ourselves. How far away now is the place where the Ultros is supposed to be? Pretty far away. Pretty far east of uh, the Sour Vintage. I guess you would know Nazca because you're kind of from that area. Yeah. The route to the Deadfalls is, depending on the time of year, it's either like a nice kind of walk through hilly mountainous terrain, good hike, or you get fucking ripped apart by wyverns because it's mating season. And that's what this time is. So the other option is to take a river raft, basically. You can spend the time to climb out of this cliff. One of you has boots of flying. Go up, tie a rope. I've been thinking for a little while about how I want to roleplay Ato giving up the drama stick, and I'm still not sure how I want to do it, but I think I want it to happen now. So <laughs> Now? I'm not going to roleplay it super well, but Ato is basically like apologizes for being a shit for the past week and is like, I got some news that I really didn't want to hear. I had been trying to get one thing for so long and all it told me was to go back and I realized that I've been putting a lot of my own frustration on you guys and not helping the party but ultimately the thing I'm looking for it's not time sensitive I think it would make more sense to get the boat first well I respect your apology it would help us to know a little bit more about what it was so that we could empathize with your polite, but it's rest assured we don't hold it against you for your feeling upset, because that's quite disheartening news to have come so far, and just to know to go back. But do know that we're here to help you do it, no matter when or how long it's going to take. I appreciate that, and when it's convenient, of course, I think we should head to Scorpion Island. I have business there apparently, but it should not be the governing factor in our work. There are more pressing things, I think, than my own selfish quest. In that case, it seems that the Eltros is our next priority. So we should get provisions in the city, see what route would be the best for us to take, going the least amount of time through the old woods. Unless, of course, 
we find a way through the old woods that will be less irritating than it was before. But that can wait until tomorrow at least, because I, I don't know about all of you, but my sleep schedule is uber fucked <laughs> from all of this fighting and sleeping and missing through nights. And I think we've earned ourselves a few days off. I think that sounds good, uh, partly because, uh, well, to put it lightly, everything fucking hurts. Oh my god. <laughs> it's my shoulders hurt. Why is that? <laughs> I don't even know. I I think I could use some pampering if if that's if anybody is opposed to that. Please, I, dear God, let's do that. Oh my God, Aria, let's have a spa day. Can yes. Okay. Oh, so just to let you know, there is a bathhouse in Mitros. So, bathhouse spa day episode. <laughs>